In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It is happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the hip-hop patriot jeremy harrell probably one of the largest letdowns in political history just have fun keep fighting god wins Well, hello, America. How are you? God bless you. And thank you all very much. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving host of the show, the hip-hop patriot, Jeremy Harrell, and now the Republican nominee for state representative in District 6, here in New Hampshire, all glory to God. And I am broadcasting, as always, from this beautiful live free or die white mountain granite state of New Hampshire. So thank you all very, very much for being tuned in today. I wanted to start off today uh, like this rather than just going right to the cold open because I wanted to uh, give you a little bit of a... uh, a segue into this. Now, I'm going to be playing a clip from Tucker last night. And the reason why I wanted to come on here and talk to you before I just went right to the clip was because Tucker does something that we do here on Live from America. We make fun of people, right? And there's no, like, real malice behind it. You know, we don't hate the people. We don't hate the people that we're making fun of. We just like to make fun of people. And we like to make fun of ourselves, too. We like to laugh. And sometimes we need a good joke. And you want to know something? Last night, Tucker did something. And I don't watch Tucker's show. I just see little excerpts from it the next day. But last night, what he did to John Fetterman is absolutely amazing. You got to check this out. Check it out. Here we go. Bring this up. Last week, we told you in some great detail about a man called John Fetterman, who was running for the U.S. Senate from Pennsylvania. What we didn't mention at the time was Fetterman's running mate, because honestly, we didn't know he had a running mate. But we learned the identity of this running mate yesterday when Fetterman, for the first time in memory, removed the filthy DNA-covered hoodie that, as it turns out, conceals quite a bit underneath. So beneath the foul-smelling hoodie was this protrusion. As you can see, it's not quite a goiter, but it's definitely bigger than a pimple. It's a lump. (laughs) But what sort of lump? That's really the question. Does this lump have its own Instagram? Does it plan to run for statewide office in Pennsylvania? Don't laugh. A party that put Joe Biden in the White House is perfectly capable of building a whole campaign around any insentient lump of flesh. In fact, they're running John Fetterman, who can't even talk. 
So keep your eyes on this lump. It could very well run with Kamala Harris in 2024. Keep your eyes on this lump. It could very well run with Kamala Harris in 2024, and he's calling him John Fetterneck. I think it's great. I think it's funny. Now, I don't think it's funny what's happening to John as a person, but I think if you're going to put yourself out there in the public arena, then you are fair game. Your kids may not be fair game. Your wife or husband may not be fair game. But the lump on your neck and the strokes that you are ignoring, or I should say the aftermath of the strokes, the problems that you're enduring, that you're just ignoring and pushing yourself out there, you are fair game. I am fair game. Anybody who puts their name on that line is fair game. Lisa said, it's not a tumor. No, it's a running mate. It is a running mate. Now, I know that people are saying Getter is glitchy. That's not on our end. Rumble is fine. So if you're having problems on Getter, jump over here to Rumble. We could use your Rumble rants anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? We could use those Rumble rants anyway. I mean, not the Rumble rants. We could use those too, but we can use your Rumbles. Folks, it's getting very hard to stay on the leaderboard on Rumble. Last night when the new numbers came out, we had five shows, five different shows on the leaderboard, at least on the top 50. But because today is such a special day and I won my primary, which we're going to talk about in the end of the show, I'd like to see 3,000 rumbles. Now, getting back to John Fetterman. Every time you see John Fetterman, he's talking about how Dr. Oz has mansions and Dr. Oz has, uh, has expensive properties, and he's not. He's not that way. He's a, he's a, he's a dirty, hoodie-wearing, stinky, smelly man who lives just right down the street. He's all, he always lives right down the street. Do you notice that? Every time you hear John Fetterman talk, I live right down, I live right street down in there, street, and we uh, live there, unions, and, and streets, and senates, D.C., in the Washington area. I, uh, yeah, I, think, I, I think Joe Biden is rubbing off a little bit on everybody. Else. I live right down here. I'm not like Dr. Oz, who has mansions well. I think John Fetterman forgot about the eight properties he owns because it turns out the Democratic Pennsylvania U.S. Senate candidate and his running mate on the back of his neck, John Fetterman, Fetterneck, failed to disclose owning eight different properties while he's talking about Dr. Oz owning properties, okay? He's been, he's been attacking Dr. Oz for owning 10 homes. However, it turns out Fetterman's, Fetterman owns eight properties in Braddock, Pennsylvania, worth approximately $108,000. Fetterman's camp hit back at the Daily Mail for their investigation of his property, saying these properties don't produce any income and are not investment properties. So John did not need to disclose them, Fetterneck's spokesperson Nicholas Gavio said when he was talking to Daily Mail. Well, let me just tell you something. Any property you own is an investment property. Any piece of land or property you own is an investment that is why I tell you when we highlight Gold Co. every day that the two places you should put your money to invest it is uh, property, real estate, or, or precious metals. Well, these, these, these are not property investments. Yes, they are. If you own a property, it is by default an investment. So what about that? <laughs> what about that, John Fetternack? What about those eight properties? So from now on, I better hear reporters when they're there, we should just call him the hood rat, John Fetterneck, right? Because the hoodie, the hoodie rat, the hoodie rat, John Fetterneck, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, I hope I hear reporters very soon talk about how his eight properties um, that he has have not been disclosed and how he never talks about them. Doesn't want to talk about those eight properties, does he? Does he, ladies and gentlemen? Even Green Broccoli on Rumble says owning a property is always an investment. Eight properties are worth only 108000 Each property must be 10. Now, now, Melissa, it doesn't mean he owns eight homes. It, mean he, it means he owns eight pieces of property. Okay? Um, according to the fact, at least seven of the eight properties that Fetterneck did not disclose were valued over $1,000. Through the precise fair market value is, is not, though the precise fair, uh, excuse me, fair market value is not known, their assessed values are 41,000, 22,000, 14,000, 10,000, 9,600, 9,300, 1,000, and 700. They've got to be just pieces of property land. Either way, properties are worth money. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I would appreciate, while we're getting ready to go to the Lord, if I could get as many shares and as many rumbles out of you as possible. Now, I know there's 
at least a, cu- a couple thousand people that never bothered to even hit the rumble button. And I'm just saying it's not that hard. And if we really, this hitting that rumble button is connected to me winning my election. Just remember that. Every time that you do something, every time that you engage in either commenting or, or rumbling, that turns into rumble pushing it out there farther. The more rumble pushes it out there farther for people, the more people see it, the more people understand what we're trying to do. And I believe honestly, honest to God, that every bit of it is connected, okay? All right, let's go to the Lord right now, ladies and gentlemen. And let's get to the verse of the day today. If you do not get the verse, please go to jeremyharrell.com right now. Scroll to the bottom of the page and just sign up for the newsletter. It's that easy. And when you do that, you get every morning, you get a devotional, unless I'm super busy and I don't have time to do one that morning, which is very rare. Now, I titled this morning's newsletter, Bragging About God. How many of you brag about God? Think about that as we get into this verse, okay? First of all, I'd like to break down my, my, the beginning part, which, as I said, uh, very happy to tell you that on this happy hump day on this Wednesday uh, that I won my primary in New Hampshire and, uh, and, and, and now it's on to the, to the general election. And I've even put out a video congratulating those on the Democratic side and on the Republican side because the sacred right to vote, regardless if you've got a D and I or an R in front of your name, is, 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 is exactly that. It's sacred. And, I, and, I, and I've already congratulated the winners of the Democratic side. And I said, let's meet in the middle and let's see you on November. Unless you'd like to have a debate beforehand, which I don't think at this level we really have those. But I'd, I'm game. I'm, I'm willing to have one. Matter of fact, I'm willing to have one right here on my show. Maybe I'll reach out and invite those who are on the other side and have a debate right here on my show, even though it's home field advantage. Bragging about God, verse of the day comes from Psalm 71.8. Psalm 71.8. Psalm 71.8. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all day long. Think about that. This verse is great because it makes a bold statement that challenges the person who reads it and understands it immediately. The Bible is very good at convicting you as you read through it. It's a spiritual book that turns into a sort of a mirror. It's a spiritual book that turns into a mirror for your soul. Once you realize that, it's never, ever far from your reach, the Bible. As a matter of fact, mine is right here. Never far from your reach. This verse is saying that David brags about God all day. The praise of God is on his lips. That is wonderful. Part of the reason that I made the you can't beat God hats and the armor of God clothing line is to do just that. Spread silent gospel to all those who gaze upon it and proudly make a public statement that I am a child of the most high God. And nothing can pull me apart from God. Nothing can pull him apart from me. And that is his promise. Think about back to being a kid. Remember in high school how the girls would wear the letterman jackets of their boyfriends who played sports? Remember how girls would wear their boyfriend's class rings? They'd put a bunch of yarn on it and they'd wear the boyfriend's class rings or vice versa. The boyfriends would wear their girlfriend's class rings on their necklaces. Now, why did they do that? Well, it was to show others how proud they were and how happy they were to be with the person that they were together with. How much more should we do that for almighty God? Do you brag about God? Is his name on your lips all day? When you're speaking with friends, family, and coworkers, If your answer is no, then you need to change that today. Brag about God. Brag about your Father in heaven. Brag about the very same being that breathes life into you every single minute of every single day so that you can experience this wonderful place that we call earth. Brag about that. In him, we have refuge. In him, we have life. And in him, we have salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, folks. What a great verse of the day. What a strong, powerful, bold statement. And what a challenge it is. From God to me and from me to you. To put the praise of God on your lips daily and praise him in public. Brag about him even. Well, if you were with God, that wouldn't happen. Maybe you should get with God. I'll throw stuff like that out all the time. Ask Eli. Ask Sabrina. I'll I'll throw stuff like that out all the time to my non-believing friends. Sooner or later, they will be convicted. Let's go to the Lord in prayer before we get to the first and foremost section. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now, I don't know if we're still experiencing any problems over on Getter, but if we are, you are more than welcome to come over and join the uh, LFA family on Rumble because while you're here, you can give us a Rumble. And I'd like to thank the Rumble rants that are coming in. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we, uh, we sent out a lot of money last week. We pretty much replenished that Slurp Fund. We will have another Slurp Fund recipient tomorrow. And folks, we're at $45,000. We are, well, not quite. We're right there, $45,000. I'll let you know when we cross that mark. And by the way, we're approaching 1,050,000 rumbles. Every time you hit that boxing glove and every time you hit that plus sign, that goes up higher and higher. And collectively, on this channel, we are approaching 1.1 million view, uh, rumbles. That, ladies and gentlemen, is amazing. Who do we have for a birthday? Carrie. It's Carrie's birthday? Oh, you know we got to do it. You know we got to do it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Carrie. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Carrie. God bless you. I hope it's a wonderful day for you. Folks, we need a minimum of 2,000. We need 2,000 rumbles before we end the show. I have somebody say, can you pray slowly, please, when you do the Lord's Prayer? I have people say, I pray too slow. I have people say, I pray too fast. I have people say that I don't get loud enough. I have people say I get too loud. I have people say that I don't get angry enough. I have people say that I get too angry. Folks, I'm trying to go right down the middle, but when I do see your requests, I do try to put them into play. Thank you for always putting in your kind two cents because this is the people's show. I'm not mad. I'm I'm just saying, it's very hard to walk that line. We just broke 4,000 on Rumble. Let's see if you guys can do your part. Get us to 5,000. God bless you. Here we go. First and foremost section of the day. Let's give our slurp. Here we go. Gotta love that morning coffee. Amen. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. First and foremost section. They're not coming after you or me. They're coming after you. I'm just in the way. How many times have we said it? How many times have we warned the people out there, the patriots out there, the MAGA people out there, that the FBI was going to be on a terror like no other? That pretty soon we were going to see the FBI start illegally searching and seizing, seizing things from patriotic people against the law, against their rights, against their will, all because you have a difference of opinion, all because you are loud about your support for God, and most importantly, uh, in this case, Donald Trump, because that's why they're coming after you. They're coming after you because of President Donald J. Trump, not because he exists, but because his message has now gained legs of its own, and it's moving forward, and the movement can't be stopped. And in 2016, it was easy to just go after him. In 2020, uh, 2022, they've got millions of people to go after, and they're doing it. Enter the illegal bum rush of Mike Lindell yesterday at a Hardee's from the FBI, illegally stealing and seizing his phone, which is basically his lifeline to his entire business. So here's what I, here's what I suggest to you before we get into this story. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Go to MyPillow.com today. Go to MyStore.com today. Whether you use the War Rooms promo code, whether you use LFA promo code, it's not about helping us. It's about helping Mike Lindell. And if we don't support this man right now, you can say goodbye to one of the most fiercest fighters in America for election integrity and trying to get rid of the swamp, and that is Mr. Mike Lindell. Folks, they're going after him hard. They want to shut down everything that he's ever worked for. They do not care that he was a crackhead with a success story. Now he's a CEO. They went, you went against the grain, Mike Lindell, and they're coming after you. So here's my suggestion before we get into this story. Make a carbon copy of everything you own. 
Download your Facebook pages. Download all of your information off the internet. Have it in a, in a stored um, uh, hard drive somewhere. Get an external hard drive. Store everything on there. Store all of your contacts in your phone. Store all of your pictures in your phone. Store all your emails. Every piece of information that you have, if you are a Trump supporter, who has any kind of online presence, if you are a Trump supporter, who has any kind of loud um, presence to you in your state, locally, or anything about being a Make America Great Again candidate or a Make America Great Again supporter, if you're doing rallies, if you have Facebook group pages, save yourself the trouble and download everything right now. Right now. And if there is anything... And I'm not even talking about illegal because you guys don't break the law. But if there is anything that you have in your correspondence that the FBI could look at and say, well, in our opinion, that it might incite somebody to do something someday if the right circumstances were to all fit together, you are a terrorist. We're going to charge you for terroristic things. You are your own strongest ally besides God. So make sure you do the right things. Why do you think we get the sponsors that we get? Why do you think we promote the sponsors that we have? Because it's all geared to help you become more independent and ready for anything that ever happens. Better to have and not need than need and not have, right? So ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the first video here of Mike Lindell where he's talking about what happened to him. This was put out yesterday and then we'll go to the second video. Roll the clip. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lindell Report. And uh, I guess... Uh, Video's a little bad, but... Tonight, um, we, uh, this afternoon, I was, uh, I went down uh, hunting in Iowa for the early teal season with my friend this morning at 4 a.m. We got up, headed down to Iowa. We are coming back, and uh, we were we stopped to get go through a Hardee's in Mankato, where I was born in Mankato, Minnesota, and cars pulled up in front of us, to the side of us, and behind us. And I said, um, these are either bad guys or the FBI. Well, it turns out they were the FBI. Turns out they were the FBI. Are they the bad guys or the FBI? I think that's one and the same. Now, there are, we have, I will eat my words a little bit. I will eat my words a little bit because I've been very hard on the FBI lately, and rightfully so. But I've said that there's not a single good soul in there. And that's not true. Because look at all the whistleblowers that have come out over the last, you know, since August 8th. Since they illegally and illegitimately raided President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. Now, there have been a lot of uh, uh, whistleblowers that came out and have been saying, hey, this is bad inside here. It's not everybody. There are great people in here. And I never knew, and I never thought that everybody was bad. But I said, look, it is so tainted. And it has so much cancer in it. You've got to just get rid of everybody. So FBI or bad guy, I guess they're one and the same. Let's go to this other clip of Mike Lindell on Frank's Speech TV where he's talking, um, where he's talking about what happened. Oh, hold on a minute. We've got a, uh, we've got a, a hesitation, a pause here. Okay, here we go. Well, here's what I told him. I said, you guys are going to be on my 6 o'clock Lindell report all over the world. And he goes, oh, the, with this corruption. And he goes, and the, the head FBI guy goes, uh, he goes, Mike, why are you saying it's corrupt? Like there, I said, no, not you guys. You're just doing your job. I get it, but you're being weaponized by an evil person, Jenna Griswold, the Secretary of State of Colorado. You're getting weaponized by our own government against citizens that have done nothing but said, "Hey, we can't have vo- we can't have these electronic voting machines." I said, it's disgusting. I said, now you're taking away from me the way only way I do my business, Brandon. I don't. How, wait, as you but know, how how did they respond Brandon, to that? He got, they're just doing his job. And he said, and I said, why are you, what has our country become? I told him, they sat and talked to me. They, you know, I don't know half hour. We even talked to you. The hunter is his brother. One of the guy's brother had read my book and he goes, he goes, bam, with your past, he goes, uh, and he says, you, you know, it's American dream, you know, or the American, you know. So I these said, guys God's were not like, antagonistic at all. It sounds like. To no, you. no. I talked to him about God. I said, yeah, I said, you know. I said, we're in the greatest revival for Jesus Christ in history. I was trying to witness to the guy. and he. Uh, <laughs> There's the headline. Oh, Mike Lindell leading FBI agents Christ. There's your headline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, no, I was. And, they, and, uh, and I, I mean, they, they uh, um, but the one guy, you know, I said, you know, what have we become as a nation, as a country, where our own government protects and our, and our own media 
Are you listening, Cheryl, and all of you out there? Charlie, if you're watching, Emma Brown, if you're watching, anybody, all you journalists out there, what have we become as a nation when our own government, this is what they did in Nazi Germany, everybody. They're attacking uh, citizens, gold star moms. They're attacking companies like I told Charlie today before I even told him he's probably watching about the FBI. I didn't know I didn't know to tell him that or not because it was happening right during when I was talking to him about uh, 20 minutes later. And he's doing a whole story at the the New York Times. I said, Charlie, if you write a good article, maybe it wouldn't be the failing New York Times anymore. You know, I said. And uh, no, and I and I told him a couple journalists. One was for the New York Times once, and they read my book, and they actually wrote wrote the truth. And I read the Washington Post article, Brandon, a couple days ago. I said this guy was a real journalist, at least partially. It 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 was torn. He actually wrote some things that were the news, and it was about the Casbolt records. You couldn't even lie about the Casbolt records that it shows the corruption. It's either it's either machine manipulation. So there you go. It's either machine manipulation or it's ballot trafficking or whatever. But look what they did. They bum-rushed him and took his phone. Now, who knows if he's got his phone back? I don't know at this point if he's got his phone back. I see that he's on with Bannon right there right now. And they're laughing and smiling, which is good. And Mike Lindell's been on the show many times. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. But there's really no need to try to bug him and get him on this show as much. He's, he's, he's on these big shows, and we can just hear what he says right there. Now, I see somebody in the comment section on Rumble said, be careful with disagreeing with somebody. You'll be labeled as a troll. It's getting bad in here. I don't see that ever happening. I do see some people once in a while say, oh, there must be a troll in here because they don't recognize a name. But you know what we do with trolls here. If they're, if they're blatant trolls, we understand it. They're lost souls. But we try, disagreeing is a good thing on this channel. How many times have you guys disagreed with me on something? A hundred. I think it's, it's healthy. It's healthy when we disagree. But they're going after him, folks. They're going after him and they're going after anybody who has anything to do with questioning the election of 2020. So be ready. But here's what I say. Question the election harder. Question the election 10 times harder. Here, I'll do one better. I'll do it for you. Hold on. Ready? Joe Biden did not win the election of 2020. You can't prove to me that he did. You should be able to, with receipts, prove to me that Joe Biden won the election of 2020. The reason why I was in January 6th, or why I was in D.C. on January 6th, was to voice my opinion as loud as I could, that we know, because we have the evidence and the proof and the receipts, that Joe Biden did not win the election. The election. We know that every executive order, every policy signed, every bill signed into law has been invalid and it will be removed. It will be removed. God is winning. God is on the march. I'm not scared of Merrick Garland. I'm not scared of Christopher Wray. I'm not scared of them weaponizing their agencies after me. I don't care if they put me in prison, put a bullet in my head or throw me in a spaceship and ship me to Mars. I don't care. You did not win the election. Everybody that watches me knows that you did not win the election. So if you're going to arrest me, then you're going to have to go and arrest 20,000 other people at the same time. Because all you're doing is making the message bigger. All you're doing is making the people that don't understand what's going on very aware that you did not win the election. You are a failed, fake, illegitimate imposter. You are a scumbag and Alzheimer's, uh, you have Alzheimer's, you have dementia, you have no idea what's going on. You're not running the country. Barack Hussein Obama, Susan Rice, Michelle Obama, all of them losers are running the country from the basement, from the back rooms. We know all of it. We know Nancy Pelosi is shielded from any J6 investigation right now because we know that she was in on orchestrating it. We know that January 6th political prisoners will be pardoned someday and there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. So go ahead. You can abuse them all you want now because they're going to have the last laugh. And we know this. You can't beat God. So you might as well join him. How about that, Merrick Garland? Come knock on my door, you pipsqueak. Christopher Ray, Christopher Ray, little dork. Come knock on my door again. Send your little henchmen this way. Send your little henchmen this way. Because I'll tell them the same thing to their faces I'm saying to the camera right now. As a matter of fact, me saying it to the camera right now is just as good because I know you're watching the feed. Hi, guys. You're illegitimate. And for all you FBI agents out there that are just doing your job, shame on you. 
Come forward or put in your resignation. Stop being weak. You made a, an oath to the Constitution of the United States of America. So why don't you have a backbone for once in your life and stand up to it? I am sick and tired of these weak-spined people that don't stand up and say what I just said. Now we're going to move on from that. Again, my pillow, my store, Mike Lindell. You want to support him, that's how you do it. And if you don't feel like buying anything, donate to him. This isn't, a, this isn't a, an advertising push to go put in my promo code for me to uh, tr- try to make a little bit of money. I could care less when I'm talking about this kind of stuff. What I care about is helping that man, Mike Lindell. Please share the video as we move on because I don't got a lot of time and I got to get through each one of these stories. Now, the Clinton judge, Bruce Epstein Reinhardt, the magistrate that, was, uh, that the, the, the DOJ went to and the FBI went to to have him sign off on this illegal raid, he has unsealed more details from the Biden regime's affidavit to raid President Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago. In late August, the Biden Justice Department released a highly redacted Trump uh, affidavit, if you guys remember. It was just all black lines. Black lines matter, right? According to a previous report, Judge Magistrate Bruce Epstein Reinhardt, or Jeffrey Epstein's defense attorney, I should say, signed off on the warrant in the U.S. District of Southern Florida 44, day, 44 days after recusing himself from the RICO case against Hillary Clinton. Now, it's still believed that the dirty cops were there at Mar-a-Lago to steal documents from President Trump that he declassified so they could turn around and prevent the documents from seeing the light of day and letting the public know about Crossfire Hurricane and all the laws they broke to stop President Trump. They tried to do the same thing that they did in the Ukraine when they put Zelensky in charge. Zelensky is also an illegitimate, unelected piece of turd crap. But the United States administered a coup in Ukraine, and they did the same thing here. The new release offers few details to why the Biden regime would need to raid their political opponent's home, but it does keep the story in the headlines for a few days as Joe Biden and the Democrats continue to wreak havoc on, the, on, the, on America. Joe Paglieri from the Daily Beast broke the news of the affidavit release. Saying, breaking news, magistrate unseals even more of the FBI affidavit that led to the Mar-a-Lago search. Time to get reading. It is hereby ordered that the notice regarding additional partial unsealing of the search warrant and the accompanying attachment along with the associated motion to seal an order to seal docket entries 122, 123, 124, and 125 shall be unsealed, done, and ordered. And Joe, uh, uh, Jose Paglieri, did I say Joe? Jose. From my initial review, it seems that the DOJ has revealed an additional 1,100 words. Most of this already revealed in previous Justice Department filing, but there is some new info. For example, he said, uh, I think this might be the first time the DOJ gives a firm date on when exactly the team Trump handed over Mar-a-Lago security footage. We know, we now know a little more about what federal agents found in the storage room. Side note, kudos to the FBI agent who wrote and edited this affidavit, who clearly speaks French or has an appreciation for international fashion grammar because he wrote decor with a forward-facing accent. Really? The full document released by the Clinton judge you can find this on the Gateway Pundit right now. If you go to the Gateway Pundit and look for the story, Clinton Judge Bruce Reinhardt unseals more details. It's really nothing that's like life-changing or case-changing. But what it does is it, do, it does exactly what I told you that they plan on doing. It's a wrap-up smear campaign, a wrap-up smear campaign, a wrap-up smear campaign. That's all they have. That's all they want to do. It's no, there's no meat and potatoes there whatsoever. It's just to keep it in the headlines so the New York Times writes about it or the WAPO writes about it or these fake loser uh, Young Turks write about it. Hey, I will give the Young Turks credit, though. I will give the Young Turks credit. The Young Turks are on the left a, a perfect comparison as to what I am on the right. 
They believe in what they say and they're standing up and they'll, they'll yell at Democrats just as much as I will yell at a Republican. So I will give them at least that credit that they stand up and fight for what they believe in. But the problem with the Young Turks is they actually believe it's real. The, and, and the difference is, is the WAPO and the, NY, and the NY Times, they know it's fake and they're writing it anyway. So at least I'll give them credit for that. Now we're going to move to the, 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 the southern border invasion because that's exactly what it is, a southern border invasion. I want to thank my friend Anthony Aguero, who's been working hand-in-hand, hand, side-by-side with Ben Berkwam at the border for this footage that he released last night. Last night alone, folks, in Yuma, Arizona, over 1,000 illegal aliens came through on camera. That means on camera, Anthony was able to literally watch 1,000 illegal aliens come across the border in Yuma, Arizona alone. And you wonder why Carrie Lake is so strong about declaring it an invasion? Let's go to this sped up uh, video that Anthony put out last night, if we can. Go ahead, let's play that. Check this out. Look at that. Look at that, folks. Look at the amount of people lining up in Yuma, Arizona last night. The lines don't stop. The illegal aliens keep coming, and they don't stop. Thank you so much, Anthony, for getting us this footage, that time-lapse footage, 1,000 individuals in Yuma, Arizona alone coming right across the border, going right to Border Patrol. So how many people are coming across that they didn't catch on camera? How many people are invading that didn't go through the port of entry, which is the end of the wall? How many people? Now, we've got more footage last night, yesterday, I should say, coming again from Arizona. And again, you wonder why Carrie Lake is so strong about declaring it a southern, uh, an, an invasion. What you're about to see right now, folks, is it's a and it's in a 45 minute span, by the way, this happens. Everything that you're about to see is in a 45 minute span. Dozens of illegal aliens dressed in camouflage. So they're probably working with the cartel, use a rope to scale the border wall and then run right into Arizona. None were caught. None were caught making them what they call gotaways. So how many gotaways? How many gotaways happened yesterday alone in Arizona? How many people came through that did not get caught in Arizona? That didn't even get screened. But guess what? When they get screened, they're, getting, they're just let right into the United States. Let's go ahead and play this footage that we have of them scaling the wall. And here's the thing. You can't do anything about it as a bystander. You can't do anything about it as an American citizen. You can't make a citizen's arrest or you'll be arrested. We found this out when I was at the border with Ben. When I was at the border with Ben, we found out. Border Patrol said, if you even make an attempt to stop these people, we will arrest you. Look at this. Like I said, this is a span of 45 minutes. We'll let the footage run for a bit. You've got to see this. Independents need to see this. This is why you need to get, share the video far and wide. This is why we need over 5,000 people watching on Rumble. This is why if you're watching on Getter, you've got to repost like a madman right now. You've got to repost like a madman. Because every day people need to see this. This is terrible. This is definitely an invasion. And nobody can do anything about it. This is the insurrection. Amen. Who said that? Kara Moore. Oh, by the way, Rumble is fixed now, folks. You can go back and read the comments now. You don't have to. It doesn't just keep scrolling if you go back. Maybell says, we are under attack. Amen, Maybell. God bless you. Kristen, uh, Kristen Donovan understands. By the way, Kristen, how are the boys? Give my love to the boys. Bad Moon says, nobody cares uh, except for 175 million Americans. But you know what? We're Trump supporters, so nobody cares. This is so sick, says Pat. Um, Says Amy, exactly. What are you saying over on Getter? Make one headshot and they'll run and retreat. That's exactly what needs to happen. Now, I don't call for anybody to murder anybody, but hey, if people are invading our southern border, we've got to protect their southern border. Again, I'll ask, where are the militias? Where are the militias just taking over the southern border and saying, your move, you do something, Biden. Go ahead and come down here and open fire on Americans and see how that works out for you. 
Ladies and gentlemen, once Carrie Lake de uh, declares a southern border invasion, the federal government isn't going to do anything but try to sue them in court. Oh, well, they're not going to physically do anything because they can't. They can't open fire on Americans. Close that border, Carrie. Same thing with militias. If militias and, and all of the truck drivers, the convoy of the truck drivers, if they went down and filled the, filled the gap in the wall and, they, and militias stood there with, with, with rifles, do you think the federal government would shoot them? No, they wouldn't do anything. They wouldn't do a damn thing, period. They wouldn't do anything. They can't do anything. They scare you into believing that they can do everything. They have zero power. What I, am telling, what I am saying is legal. I am not preaching something that is illegal. What I am preaching is 100% legal. When your federal government lets you down and cannot keep you safe, it is incumbent upon the states and then the well-organized and regulated militia. Read the Constitution. I've read it a billion times. And if it's not the militias, then the National Guard need to be called in, which means that Greg Abbott needs to get his butt off of his wheelchair and do something about it. Instead of shipping him throughout the United States. Yes, if you're going to ship him anywhere, ship him to blue cities. I get it. But we shouldn't even have to get that far. Amen? We got 4,400 people watching. Let's do one more big round of sharing. While I highlight one of our sponsors today, which is my favorite sponsor, and hopefully they remain a sponsor for all time, and that is Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen. Today I just tried the lime. Hey, look, if you like lemon and lime, the lemon and lime is for you. I don't really care for the lemon and lime. I like the citrus and the wild berry. But I don't drink this stuff because I love the taste of it. I drink it to stay healthy. Ladies and gentlemen, the amount of nutrients and the amount of energy and everything that God wanted you to have, all that stuff that God wanted Adam and Eve to eat, <laughs> it's right in these jars. You think I'm kidding? Why are you trying to make this biblical? Because it is. Everything that you're supposed to eat is, is in this jar, and it's in this jar, and it's in this jar. Field of greens. Now, the normal price of this is $63.95, but you can get discounts by using promo code LFA. You can also get discounts by signing up and subscribing to their, to their uh, email, subscribing your email. And you can even get further discounts if you enjoy it and you want to do a reoccurring order. You cannot even buy the amount of greens, vegetables, and fruits that you need every day at the grocery store for $63 a month. So when people say, I can't afford it, you can't afford it. You can because you're going to spend more money on the vegetables and on the, green, and on the greens in the grocery store. Now, I'm not saying replace this completely with your vegetables. But you and I know, come on, you and I know that you have not gotten the daily amount of greens in your system ever. And if you have, kudos to you, but most of us have not. So go to fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. The, the, the link is right in the description of our Rumble page every single day. It makes it easy for you. And then let us know, if you take the challenge, how it's worked for you. We've only had one that I've seen say it didn't work, and two others say they couldn't because of the ingredients. Nancy said it makes Jeremy talk too fast. Yeah, I should be an auctioneer, right? All right, we're going to move on, folks. Because Biden is so far gone. Joe Biden. We talked about how earlier how he has no idea what's going on. He didn't order anything. He knows nothing about what's going on. And if he is told, he's only told out of procedure that, hey, we had to tell the president. But Joe Biden is so far gone that even, no matter what he says, you can't tell if it's a joke and you can't tell if it's real. So because everybody, even in the audience, even in his immediate audience, is so confused, nobody laughs. So we have to assume that it's not a joke. Yesterday, Joe Biden got on, on TV with his stupid aviator glasses, and he said that he was elected to the Senate 720 years ago. Now, if President Trump said that, I would know he's joking because of his age. But when Joe Biden says it, we don't think he's joking. As a matter of fact, by default, I have to assume that this man is not joking because he spent the half the day yelling yesterday while he was saying this stuff. So the man is that far gone, just like John Fetterman. Roll that clip. Some of my colleagues have been around a long, how long we've been fighting for him. How long we've been taking on these interests? From the time I got to the Senate 720 years ago. I'm serious. Think about it. Let's be honest. 
Passing this law wasn't easy. I proposed it as soon as I got here, basically. And I've said that day. That day. That I determined. I, determined, I was determined, determined, determined. To work with Republicans. To work Republicans. And I've done that. And I've done that. On historic laws like the infrastructure law. Oh, it's a structure Republicans version. came across the aisle. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. So 20 years ago, the crowd kind of laughed, but he doesn't laugh. You would think if it was a joke, he would laugh. No, I'm just kidding with you, folks. He does it all the time. He was serious. He was 100% serious. But we're not going to sit here and, and harp on Joe Biden's mental capacity. We know that it's gone. That's not why, that's not why I just showed that video. Why I just showed that video, folks is because when I highlight this next executive order that's come from Joe Biden, you know darn well this executive order did not come from Joe Biden. If Joe Biden doesn't even know that human beings don't live 720 years, but yet goes out there and says stuff like that, and you know he's not joking, then you know that he's not capable of what I'm about to read to you. And this is the scary part. Are you ready for this? This is no joke. Very troubling executive order. Joe Biden's new executive order, by the way, FBI, which is illegitimate and illegal because he has no power to administer an executive order. Biden's recent executive order is designed to release transhumanism on America. If anyone needed proof that the powers pushing the levers behind the mindless moron who sits in the Oval Office or the carbon copy of the Oval Office are fully on board with the World Economic Forum and the United Nations agenda of biomedical tyranny and transhumanism, look no further than the executive order that Joe Biden just signed on Monday. Thank you for the rumble rant. $50 coming in from Duckman67. I appreciate it, and I know Eli does too. We've got to keep everybody employed or else we're screwed, especially now, especially after they're coming after everybody. By quietly getting Biden's signature on this document, His handlers may have given us the most ominous sign yet that we stand on the threshold of technocratic one world beast system. Prepare to make your stand, folks, because it's about to get much more intense. This documents Orwellian executive order of advancing biotechnology and biomanufacturing innovation for a sustainable, safe and secure American bioeconomy will assure that its significance will fly right over the heads of 99% of the media, even the conservative media, which is why I'm highlighting it today. Now, I read this two days ago, and I wanted to let it sit for a couple days in case anything else came out about it before I got into this. But this is scary, folks. This is connected with them taking over your food. This is connected with them controlling the food and controlling what you eat, what you buy, everything. Most people will read this and yawn. Not me. I won't make that mistake, and neither will you here on Live from America. Because of the arcane scientific language in which this document is written, even most of those who take the time to read and study it will not fully grasp of what Biden is ordering from the White House. And that's where I'll try to help right now. Karen Kingston, a former Pfizer employee and current analyst for the pharmaceutical and medical device industries, helps us decipher what's going on in this executive order. She said, let me read between the lines for the America and the Americans out there. Biden's September 12, 2022 executive order declares that Americans must surrender all human rights. Let me say that one more time. Let me say that one more time. His executive order declares that Americans must surrender all human rights that stand in the way of transhumanism. Clinical trial safety standards and informed consent will be eradicated as they stand in the way of universally unleashed gene editing technologies needed to merge humans with AI in order to achieve the, social, uh, the so- societal goals of the new world order. Crimes against humanity are not only legal, but they're going to be mandatory. Now, you've heard Klaus Schwab talk about this. You've heard Clay Clark highlight this exact rhetoric from the New World Order. Patrick Wood, an economist and author of several books on technocracy, uh, technocracy 
has been following the transhumanist and global technocracy movements for four decades. And he told me, he said that the Kingston uh, statement is not overstating the issue. He said that this emergency or this executive order is proof that the executive branch is now owned lock, stock and barrel by the biomedical pharmaceutical industry. It will it will be caddy it will be ca uh, caddy bar for door from the door from here. The transhumanists within big pharma have completely taken over our government, our policy and taxpayer funds to promote their own anti-human agenda of hacking the software of life. It also clearly demonstrates who has the power and who sets the policies in America and around the world. This isn't only for connecting humans with AI. This is also for basically cloning and making food so that you are going to eat 3D printed food instead of real food. Guess who's going to eat the real food? Not you, not me. We're not going to eat the real food. They are. That's how scary it is, folks. And that was in the executive order. Below are just a few of the highlights collect, uh, quoted directly from the document. And I'll end it with that. The term biotechnology means technology that applies to or is enabled by life sciences, innovation, or product development. The term biomanufacturing means the use of biological systems to develop products, tools, and processes at commercial scale. That means everything you buy and consume. The term bioeconomy means economic activity derived from the life sciences, particularly in the areas of biotechnology and biomanufacturing and includes industries, products, services, and the workforce. The term biological data means the information including associated descriptors derived from the structure, function, and processes of biological systems that is measured, collected, and aggregated from analysis, for analysis. The term life sciences means all sciences that study or use living organisms, viruses, or their products including all disciplines of biology and all applications of the biological sciences including biotechnology, genomics, proteomics, uh, bioinformatics, and pharmaceutical and bio biomedical research and techniques. But excluding scientific studies associated with radioactive materials or toxic chemicals. So you know all of those bio labs that Russia is trying to destroy in Ukraine? Right here. You know all of that stuff that they say the Great Reset, the Great Reset, that's just a hoax? No, it's not. It's right there. This executive order shows right here exactly what they said, that they are owned lock, stock, and barrel by the New World Order. They're owned lock, stock, and barrel by the World Economic Forum. They're owned lock, stock, and barrel by George Soros, Klaus Schwab, and the NWO, and that they are doing exactly what Clay Clark warned you of for the last five years, the Great Reset. It is not a lie. This is on the White House website. Go read it for yourself. That's why I told you, start bringing things back to your own individual household. That's why I've been saying, declare your independence from the federal government now. Because you're going to need every piece of individualism that you have in order to stay right alongside President Trump and fight, fight, fight. Smash that rumble button if you haven't. That is your duty today. Your duty today, by the end of this stream, which is going to happen in about five minutes, is to get us to 3,000 rumbles. And then you need to go right from this stream to Mike Crispy's stream because he's got a big, big, big show for you today. You need to go right to the Mike Crispy stream and you need to give them those rumbles. There is no reason why everybody who's rumbled on this show right here can't back out of this show and go right in to every other show that we have every day and do the same rumble there. That will ensure that we take over that leaderboard and that this word and this message and this truth and these facts get out there to the world. It is incumbent upon you and me to do that. Everybody thought that was a hoax. Well, huh, look at us now. Now, before we get to the end, I have to say Pelosi is either losing her, her mind or, ladies and gentlemen, she's straight lying to the world because she is now coming out saying that she is predicting that Democrats will win the House. <laughs> no way. No way, you punch drunk ice cream eating stretch face Armstrong. It's not going to happen. But she is saying 
that Democrats will win the House in November and even expand their control. Either this woman is completely delusional or she's lying her butt off. Let's give her the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to Nancy Stretchface Pelosi Armstrong because she honestly is saying that she believes that not only are the Democrats going to win the House again, but they're going to expand their seats. That is absolutely, ridiculously false. It is a lie, or she has completely lost her marbles. Want to know why? Because I don't have to listen to what comes out of Nancy, Fa- Nancy Pelosi's stretch mouth. I don't have to listen to anything that comes out of the hole in her face to know the actions of her constituents in the Democratic Communist Party. You have 34 Democrats, incumbent Democrats, running for the hills. We've already switched seats from blue to red that were blue for 50 years. The red wave is pulling the Democrats right into the toilet that they drink out of. They're, the numbers are show that you're a liar. The numbers show that you are a liar. Do not listen to that crap and do not let that throw you off. Get your butt out there and put a red seat in a blue seat today. Get out there and fight to flip blue to red today. Because if we're going to expand then in, 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 and take over the House and the Senate, then we need to take independents and Democrats away from their party. That is a must. That is a must. Now, which brings me right to the end of the show, folks, and that's going to talk about what happened here in New Hampshire, a clean sweep for Trump-endorsed candidates here in New Hampshire, just like Arizona. General Don Boldick won his primary to go up against Maggie Hassan. My, uh, Burns won his uh, battle, and he is a Trump candidate. I'm a Trump candidate. I'm not Trump-endorsed, but you get what I'm saying. It was a clean sweep. The GOP dead in the water last night. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, Caroline Lovett won and she wasn't MAGA. Well, according to Trump, she's MAGA. According to me, she said she'd back Kevin McCarthy. I don't play that game. But according to Trump, she's MAGA. Trump backed her. So we're going to give it a MAGA sweep for here in New Hampshire. Let's just hope. Let's just hope that Caroline Lovett takes back what she said about Kevin McCarthy as speaker because Kevin McCarthy actually spent money against her. Actually, Kevin McCarthy spent $5 million against her. Don Boldick had the GOP spent $4.1 million to, to beat him, and he still won. Money does not win elections anymore, everybody. You know what wins elections? Truth. Facts. This kind of stuff that we talk about on this show. Truth and facts. The Republican Party spent almost $10 million to get rid of Carolyn Levitt and to get rid of Don Boldick. And guess what? They won. Now, Carolyn Levitt actually worked for President Trump. The only thing I didn't like about her is that she said that she was going to back Kevin McCarthy. I bet you're not going to back him now, though, Carolyn. And we're going to have her on the show. I bet you're not going to back him now. He spent $5 million to smear you after you said you would back him. See what kind of a scumbag he is? We tried to tell you. Hopefully, you're a full MAGA now. Hopefully, you're a Big Bang MAGA now. Amen? Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to take you to what I posted last night. And all glory to God for this. This is what I was able to post last night. Breaking, I have advanced to the general election for state representative for District 6 in New Hampshire. To God be the glory. Thank you all. Now, I did get actual numbers in this morning, real, all numbers from Democrats, independents, and uh, Republicans. And I will tell you this, in order for me to win, I am going to have to get either 20% more turnout from Republicans, which I can do, I'll do that, or I need to get more independents coming over and not voting for Democrats and voting Republican. Because I am in a very left-leaning area right here, but I am about 20% down in, 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 in the votes that I got in total last night than I am for my Democrat uh, counterparts. So I need about 20%. I need to make up about 20%. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that with your help, getting this out there, getting Mike's show out there, getting Antonio's show out there, getting a loud majority out there, rumbling those shows. All of it helps. Now, folks, there's going to be about a three-minute lag from when I get off and Mike Crispy comes on. But his... Placement video on Rumble is already up. 
So I'm going to end the show today with that right there. I'm going to end the show with the fact that we won in New Hampshire, and I am very grateful for that fact. Now, folks, please go to JeremyHarrell.com. Help us out any way you can. Please become a monthly donor. Sign up for the newsletter. Listen to some good music. Spread the word. Share the videos. Rumble the video on your way out. Because remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please, please stick around for Mike Crispy's show, and if you don't watch it, if you don't have time, please rumble it, as well as the shows before me. I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more LFA. Remember, keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. Peace! That will-